What's up, side chat? My name is Tom, I'm joined by Simon and Temmy. How are we doing, boys? Well, good. Good, well, good, well, good. Good stuff. Right, we're in, we're in this pod, we're going to talk about Southampton and how well they're doing. Um, well, at the start of the season, could argue they were relegation candidates after sending the majority of their squad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, Ronald Koeman, he's really doing well, isn't he? Yeah, um, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not surprised because a manager of his level, uh, you know, fair enough, some people would argue Southampton have overachieved, but a manager of his level, like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, good on the, good on him. His man management has been what the squad have talked about. He goes up to every single player in that squad and the training pitch explains why they're starting, why they're not starting, what they what they need to improve on, you know. And I, I think I think top marks him because he, it, you know, you could expect Southampton to struggle this year, and you wouldn't really have a go at Ronald Koeman after what happened in the summer. But I thought his recruitment in the summer was was top top notch. I mean, he brought in Bertrand of Chelsea. He's got that Tadic, who I know we all appreciate. He's a good player, and they brought in Pele. Goal scorer. He's, he's got something like 68 in his last 74 games in all competitions in his club career. That Pelé's, you know, goal scoring wise, isn't new. That's not new to him. Uh, but I think defensively, he's brought he's brought a whole new shape to Southampton, and they look a proper team. Extremely hard to break down. Still playing attractive football, which they were doing under Pochettino. But they've they've taken that next step up. And whilst I do personally think they are overachieving. At the moment, I've been, I still don't think they'll be in the top four come the end of the season. Um, there's no reason why they can't push for a Europa League place, though, the way they're playing at the moment. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I mean after 11 games, they're like their second with 25 points. You know, I mean, obviously it's a long season, but it's a brilliant start for them. I mean, you know, it's quite ironic, really. Like, you've got people like Lana who left to join Liverpool and go on to bigger and better things. and. Liverpool line in 11th, it's, you know, yeah. it's not worked out so well for some of the uh, the, the transfers, transfers out. But I think I think one of the big things he done this summer was, and as much as they had a lot of departures, they kept Morgan Schneiderlin, who has become a big, big, big player for them and a big player in the Premier League. I feel technically gifted. Yeah, he 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 always had it in him. To be honest with you, which is why. You know, you could understand why teams were after him in the summer and why he wanted to leave. Like, you just got to ask yourself, you know, how long can they actually keep on to him? That's the question. I think it's a good, the same could probably be said with Koeman. I mean, if he, if he has a really good season this season, you know, get like I said, get him in a Europa, Europa uh, League spot, and then he goes on to have another good season, how long can he really stay there if he's going to start being sought after? And I think that might be come back and bite Southampton on the back, really. Well, he's been he's been talking about that Hibbink at uh, Holland, who's had a dismal abysmal time since he's taken over there, mm. has actually said that if he doesn't win his next qualifying game, he's going to resign as Holland coach. And Holland, everyone in Holland wants Gus um, wants Ronald Koeman to be the next manager. Now Ronald Koeman was looked over for Gus uh, by Gus Hibbink when the um, Dutch job originally came available after the World Cup. Ronald Koeman doesn't want it. He said, I want to stay at Southampton already. You know, which which I think he should do as well, because reputation-wise... It's far, it's, far, it's far too early. Yeah, it's it is far too early. That's what I mean. He's, he's, he's building something good at Southampton. You just get the feeling that's, that's the squad 
he scored harmonies there and like he's brought back belief to those players when you you couldn't blame most of them in the summer for thinking what the hell is going on. The likes of Wanyama and that who probably could have got a move if they pushed for it. They decided to stick it out. Agreed. You know, and he's brought in Shane Long as well. He's he's shipped in with a few goals recently. Yeah, I think with Southampton it is it is a shame because they've had so so much, you know, good talent there. Mm. And they just moved on, and it's quite good in a way that they've started to get a bit of good fortune in the fact that they've got a good manager who's come in, and he's been able to turn them around and you know keep pushing pushing on with them. Do you feel it's a bit harsh on Bertrand not getting England squad recently, Timmy? Possibly because he he has been brilliant, and you know he'll be looking at his teammate Nathaniel Klein, who deservedly so is in the England team we'll be looking at him and be thinking I'm part of the same setup. I, you know I haven't been playing too bad like why am I not in the team well I don't know yeah, what but... they've got to do I mean, I mean I'd, I'd like to see Nathaniel Klein given a go at right back I don't know about you I'd, I'd rather he get given a go in Chamberlain um, Chamberlain sorry yeah I would definitely you know um... I can't see no reason why not hmm so where, where do you where do you honestly believe Southampton will end up? Because their next seven games in the league is, is some run. I tell you, I think they've got something like City, Arsenal, United, Chelsea, uh, Villa uh, away. That is, and God, I can't remember who else they got. The, the, Villa, the Villa game, they've got nothing to worry about. No, yeah, well, at the moment because Villa. Abysmal, <laughs> but yeah. But, well, why, why do you think that is? Southampton are truly out um, come December time, like mid December, I think. City away is their next game, I think. I think I do think they can beat City away. That's the thing. I, I, sorry, Aston Villa away it is. Then they got then they got City at home. I, I do feel they can beat City. I think in current form, City, I think they can have a go. Definitely have a go at City. And the same with their following game against Arsenal as well. Arsenal was there. The way they've been at the moment, you know, anyone could really have a go at them, you could argue. All right, so where do you both feel Southampton will be at the end of the season? If I had to push you for that now. I reckon uh, top six. You honestly think top six? I think they could. I think they've, they've had a really good start to the season. I know obviously it doesn't mean it doesn't mean much because it's very early, but I reckon with with the sort of squad squad they've got, I reckon they could push for sort of the top six. Jamie. I'm going to have to say, I think they'll finish sixth. Really? Yeah. I think so. I honestly think they'll finish seventh or eighth. Maybe just outside the road league places. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I would say that, but let's not lie to ourselves. Like, they do really look good at the moment. And you talk about the tough games coming up. To me, they can beat City. Are we going to agree on that? At home, at the moment. Yeah. yeah, they can beat Arsenal. We're gonna agree. Arsenal, yeah. They can beat United. So those are those are just these are all ifs though. That's what the Premier League's why the Premier League's so great because any given team, any day, really can beat anyone. Yeah, which is understandable. But at this moment in time, you know these big games, these so-called big games that we're saying they have to come up against. I feel like they can get a result. So. Like if they can, if I feel like, you know, they can get a result against these big teams, you have to feel like, yeah, they will be up there at the end of the season because, as well as gaining points, they're taking points from these, you know, teams that will be 
around him in the table. Do you feel that if he did get a top six finish, that Ronald Koeman would be a candidate for manager of the year? 100%. Good, I'm glad you agree. I was hoping you said I, I, I don't even think... There's not even no question about it. He should get it. There's not even any debate because they were definitely relegation candidates. Mm. Yeah, but maybe we were, we were underestimating the players that he brought in, I think, a little bit, without looking at their track record. Like I said, that, that Graziano Pelle, he's, he's been different cast for him, hasn't he, since he's come in. For such a big lad, he's got a hell of a finish on him. Yeah, he does. You know, he's one of the informed strikers. Him, Costa and Aguero, without doubt, are the three main strikers in the league at the moment. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, as we all know, it's a long season. But, you know, I, I mean, for me personally, I like the fact that, that they managed to turn it round. Because, uh, I mean, they, they was uh, in the championship not that, not that many seasons ago, was yeah, they? Yeah, so, uh, they've had a good rise. Yeah, they've done really well. But, uh, all right, well, thanks for the discussion, boys. Uh, we'll wrap this one up. And uh, remember, if you've got any thoughts on our views and opinions, go uh, to our website, www.offsidechat.com, and you can contact us on Twitter, at OffsideChat, and our email address is at offsidechat uh, at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.